Yeah. All right. Well, how are we doing tonight? We good? That was a great joke, bro. Appreciate that. So it's hard to follow an act like that, you know. Um, now, first of all, I just want to say that it is just a tremendous privilege to be sharing the stage with Anna and Perrine. Um, you two are just absolutely incredible. Getting to know you both this year has been just really privileged. I've been really stirred and inspired. Um, and and it's, it's one thing to get up here and speak, but it's another thing to be really open and vulnerable and share your story. So, Kim and you guys, that was absolutely beautiful. But um, tonight... I'm going to be sharing a bit about my story in the short time that I have remaining. Um, now, for those of you that don't know me, I, I haven't really shared a lot of my story on stage before, but um, I, I was born in England, so I'm a pom. I've already told you this, Lydia, I swear. Um, <clears throat> Lydia doesn't have the best memory, clearly. No, no. Um, no, this is actually not a commonly known fact that I was born in England, I, I lived there for eight, eight years, and um, after that we moved to New Zealand, my, most of my family's here, so we moved here, and um, I, I was born into church, so I was like born on Saturday, I was in church Sunday, uh, that sort of vibe, and uh, shout out to the Red Pennings doing the same thing, you know, baby's already here, this is great, but um, what happened is that I grew up through high school, and, and I was a very insecure person. And, and high school has, really has a way of kind of, it has a way of shaping you as a person. It has a way of molding you. And man, man high school is, it can be a pretty dangerous place. Like, I, I, just, I just shudder to think like the conversations that happen at high schools these days. Because when I was at high school a few years ago, things were pretty wild. And, you know, kids stay, say stuff. And and they they, they, they they don't mean what they say and they say mean things and, and, and we've all been through this, right? You guys can relate to this. Is that we've all we've all been well some of us are still in this experience right now. But um what what happened is that I became incredibly insecure about who I was, about how I looked, about about um how I appeared and and, and um what happened is that I started to close off. And what, what I learned how to do, because I'm a bit of a talker, if you haven't figured that out already, <laughs> is that I, I learned how to talk the talk. And, and so I learned because, you know, I've, there, there's a bit of wit. It's a bit of that English wit, that quick wit, you know, which I picked up through the years. That I learned how to talk the talk. That I learned how to put on a facade. That I learned how to to say the right things so that people would like me. And, and what happened is that I, I eventually became so closed off and, and I realized that I could just talk my way out of anything. Like I'd get in trouble, but I would just be able to find like the perfect excuse. Like I, I would just be able to find the, the thing that they were like, if I needed to apologize, I'd apologize. Uh, I, whatever I needed to say, I would just say it so that people would accept me again. And the danger of that is that often we can live Christianity this way, is that we tell God, man, we, we pray to God and we say, we say, God, oh, send me, I'll do anything it takes on the altar. No, send me, God. And we make all these empty promises. And, and what I realized that through my life is that I'd made so many empty promises that my words weren't actually carrying weight. And what happens if you do this long enough is that you, eventually eventually you, 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 you don't, you, like no one's going to believe what you say, right? Because your words don't carry weight. And, and there's a verse in, in Scripture which says, 
when, when Jesus is lifted up, that he's going to draw all men to himself. And the, and the way that Jesus is elevated in our lives is that we become people of credibility, is that we become people that, that other people can rely on, people of follow, follow through. And I got this one scripture tonight, and it's in James 1, 22 to 24. And this is what it says. This is, this is some good Bible. It says, Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in a mirror and after looking at himself, goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. Now, this is a ridiculous scenario. This is a ridiculous proposition. We've been talking about image tonight. Perrine shared an amazing word. But, but this would be ridiculous to think that we could gaze at ourselves in the mirror and then walk away and forget how we appear. And, and the book of J James is using this to illustrate how ridiculous it looks to God when we make an empty promise but don't follow through. When, when, we, when, when, we, when we say something, we're going to do something, but then we don't do it. it it's like um, in, in, in the kingdom, I was in Israel actually, and, and I was talking to this, this guy. His dad was a rabbi in Mount Zion, like a leading rabbi in Jerusalem. And I said this thing. I said, he's like, oh, you, you, love, you love Israel. You love Israel. He's this big, hairy dude. He's wearing like a gown. He's at the hotel. It's an interesting meeting. Anyway, um, and I said, yeah, 100%. And then he said, no, no, no. You, you don't love Israel 100%. Like if you, you love Israel, maybe 2%, 3%. And what I realized is that, man, this, this Hebrew culture, this is directly God-inspired, is that God values what we say that much. He reads into it. And so my challenge tonight, and I want you to take um, some encouragement from my story, is that in the kingdom, talk is real cheap. It's real cheap. Like we, we can get up here, I can get up here, anyone can really get up here and, and say something but the reason that Perrine and Anna's stories carry so much weight is because they've walked through it, is they've already done it. And, and I really believe that if you want to walk in a greater level of authority, that you need to start doing what God has asked you to do. We can't afford anymore to just say things. Talk is cheap. Talk is cheap. L let me tell you, if you want to be fulfilled, if you want to experience growth, the reason that you're not growing at the pace that you want to be growing at is, is because you've stopped obeying God in a certain area. And, and, and there's no release like obedience. There might be something in your world right now that you've been struggling with for a long time. And I want to encourage you that that talk is cheap. That's a harsh word, but I really believe because I love you guys and hear it from me is that as soon as I started listening to what God was telling me to do and I started doing it, that's when I started experiencing the biggest breakthroughs in my world. You know, moving, moving from, um, from Wellington to Christchurch was a massive step for me. And, um, you know, I, I had all the ministry opportunities. I had things were looking great. Where I was in a much, much bigger church with, with um, apparently a bigger reach. And 
um, you know, I'd grown up and all, all my friends were there. I'd spent years there. So all my best mates were there. And I had all this stuff. And for me, coming to Christchurch was such a massive step of faith. I was like, ah, God, like, I don't know how this is going to work out. I mean, I haven't even heard of Harmony Church. Like, you know, coming to a new church, I knew about two people. I knew Janelle and Johnny, and that's about it. And for me to make this massive move from a church that I was so well connected in, so well known in, and to come to almost a place of obscurity, I was like, this, God, this doesn't seem like you, you know. But I want to encourage you guys, like I'm standing here today. Here we are. We're at Harmony Church. And I want to tell you that since taking that step of obedience, I've never experienced such a great level of God's provision. I've never felt so accepted and, and such a great sense of belonging. I've never felt so loved by a church family. And, and I've never felt like we are doing something more significant than we are right now. And so I just want to encourage you. It's a really simple word, but I believe that God's given you, there's a step for you to take. And there's a thing that like deep down, you know God's asked you to do it, but you've kind of shelved it. It's just sitting there gathering dust. And you're like, oh, I'll do anything but that. Do you know what I mean? Like I'll, I'll pray 24 hours. I'll pray for the nations. I'll get up early in the morning and pray for Uganda, but I won't do that. And, and so what I really believe tonight is that we, we can talk the talk. Like we can perpetuate our situation, but take it from me, like talk is so cheap. If we want to move forward in our lives, if we want to make a massive impact, we, we have to follow through. And so tonight, really my encouragement is stop talking and start doing. Stop talking and start doing. Because as soon as we obey God, it says obedience is better than sacrifice. We could pray for the nations for 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And that would be amazing. But you still have to follow through and do what God has asked you to do. And so tonight, that's my words. Just, just, just stop talking and start doing. Stop talking and start doing. And so right now, what, what I actually want to do is, I want to get everyone to stand to their feet. And if a few of the band members could come, that'd be awesome. But what I want to do, actually the whole band could come, that'd be great. I wasn't going to do this, but we'll do it. We've got a few minutes. Um, so I, I really feel like in this moment that we need to take a step together. And sometimes that looks like you physically taking a step and, and creating a posture for God to speak to you again. And so right now, as the band's going to pray, um, I'm just going to ask you to do something brave. And if you feel like, man, I, I feel like I've, just put in, put in, I've been putting this thing off way too long. Like I know what God's called me to do, but I feel afraid or I feel like I'm inadequate um, or I feel like I can't do it. Uh, what I want you to do tonight is just take a step of faith. I want you to come down to the front and just as a just as a expression of that obedience, expression of faith, I think it's really important that we just we come to the front, we take a step. This is a church family, and together we make a commitment. Man, God, I want to follow you. I want to be obedient to you. I want to be obedient to news to you. So right now as the band plays, I just want you to come forward in your own time.
just take a step. I'm going to pray for you guys and then we're going to give an altar call. That'd be awesome. So that's you. Why don't you come forward? You feel like, man, God's asking me to take a step, a new step, a new step of obedience. That'd be awesome. Thank you, Jesus.